Hello and welcome to Room Escape Divas, your podcast on everything escape rooms. This week, this podcast is actually a follow-up to our guest spot on the Infinite Escape Room podcast. And now we are here talking with Mike and Ben to discuss the game. Woo-hoo! My name is Errol. I'm Manda. And I'm Mike. Oh, thanks, Mike. <laughs> Ruby was here. Oops, I banged this thing. And Ruby was here, but she was also with a baby. And yeah. if we're listening in on the previous podcast, on the Infinite Escape Room podcast, you know that the baby was drinking. So maybe that's where the baby is now. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, I don't know, hopefully that wasn't cut out. We don't know. Actually, this I don't even know when this is coming out. Hopefully... When is your podcast coming? Actually, maybe I should say hello to you both. Yeah. Maybe you should finish a sentence. Like, just finish a sentence. That's all you need to do. <laughs> that should be on a bingo card somewhere. Yes, yeah, yeah, it should be. Hello, Mike and Ben, and welcome. So, for anyone that is listening, again, we are excited. I had a chance to be on their podcast, I think, last year, or was it even this year? I'm not too sure. And and then I was chatting at them as I normally do. I just, you know, I always like, you just throw them into one of my tweets and it's like, oh no, this guy's trying to get a hold of us again. Anyway, but I should let them do the introductions of who they are. So we'll start with Mike. Hello. I'm Mike. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) According to oh, yeah. Zoom, you are Mike the Trike. I'm, yeah, oh, Mike. bloody hell. Oh, goodness gracious. Yes, I, I must have put this in on Zoom at some stage and then never changed it. So apparently I'm Mike the Trike, according to Zoom. Um, hello, um, I'm Mike. And I, along with my pal, um, make the Infinite Escape Room podcast. Yeah. And Ben. And, and I'm, I'm Ben, um, although I'm Bill on uh, on the on uh, Zoom. Uh, again, I don't know why that is. <laughs> um Really yes, strong uh, showing from our podcast so far. <laughs> technologically advanced. <laughs> uh, and yes, uh, Mike and I founded the Infinite Escape Room, and we've been doing it for just over two years now. Wow, has it been wow. two years? Yep. Yeah. Amazing. What, and you're on episode, did you say you are on how many episodes now? It's with 150, maybe? Because we did 12 for Christmas last year, which nearly killed Whoa, me. Oh, um, that would... That would be a killer. Oh my god. That's a lot of work. That yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Never again. the whole thing was that I, I suggested we do the 12 days of Christmas, an episode every day for the 12 days running up. And Mike was like, that was a good idea. And then just took it on all by himself. <laughs> Afterwards, not such a good idea. It's 137, apparently. Wow. Oh, wait, Amazing. with 39 archived. Oh god. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my and God. for those that don't know what the Infinite Escape Room podcast is, just in case you're hearing this first and then you may decide, oh, I should go listen to the Infinite Escape Room podcast. There's going to be all sorts of spoilers. So yes. we are going to be discussing the episode we just did. It's going to be filled with all the spoilers and more babies, but you should listen to it first. So hopefully you can go to where can they go and what's it about? Mike normally does this bit. Okay, fine. Mike, Mike will do this bit then. Um, so, Just uh, like us, except British and better looking. Oh. Hey. <laughs> oh, I just think I've come over, come over all blush now. I've come, we'll come over oh. all blush. Lovely. A lovely start to the evening. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, we're at theinfiniteescaperoom.com. We've podcast we've been running for, for two years. We are an escape room of the ears podcast. Um, if you've listened to Escape This Podcast before, 
Um, imagine that, but British um, and not made of grand sweeping narratives, but instead just a group of pals from around the United Kingdom um, clumsily smashing puzzles together and into one another each week, and more importantly, sharing the delicious drinks they drink uh, and burbling around and having a laugh, setting things up with one another uh, and just generally having a nice time, really. It's just, yes. Uh, this started off somewhere and then dribbled out into the small grass. I've no idea what I'm really saying. Ben, help me here, please. Oh, so, so uh, not to kind of get into the weeds too much, but we we uh, started the Infinite Escape Room as an idea at a beer festival uh, that we wanted to talk about drinks. Um, and so every week we introduce the show with what we're drinking, and that's sometimes alcoholic and sometimes not. Uh, and yes, we we do an episode every single week. Comes out on a Sunday, and. Um, they are often hastily put together, a lot of fun to do, hopefully a lot of fun to listen to. Um, and yeah, we, we try and uh, sort of link them up in, in weird and often very tenuous ways. Um, and we have one person giving the, the puzzle and three people trying to solve it most of the time. Yeah. And uh, something I should say as well with the Escape This uh, podcast comparison is that that's a cautionary tale of why you should do your competitor analysis before you record 10 episodes. Because uh, <laughs> I thought, we've had a real, what a cool original idea. This is this is sweet. Let's do this. Uh, and then it was like, what if anybody else is doing this after having recorded 10 episodes? And it turns out some Australian people have been doing it really well for quite a while. <laughs> and <Those> Australians. The, <laughs> the episode that we've just recorded will be going out, I believe, on the 13th of December. Excellent. Great. So that's great. So you you all, you and your friends got together and thought it'd be great to create an escape room for each other and have some drinks and, and try and play our games and record that. So as, as far as your backgrounds go, like for you and your Mike and whatnot, are you both enthusiasts? Have you, do you, have you done design before or uh, are you, yeah, let's just tell us a bit about yourselves and, and what you bring to the table as it were when it comes to escape rooms. So um, when Mike, I, it was a Thursday and Mike <laughs> said, um, we're, we're doing the recording tonight. Um, make It's going to be an escape room. Um, make up an escape room. I had never done an escape room. <laughs> I had no idea what an escape room was. <laughs> um, the format at the time was that we did three puzzles in, in, in one episode and I went last so I could figure out what my puzzle was going to be on the fly. For a long time, I've brought, brought puns to the Infinite Escape Room, um, lacking a little bit at the moment, but that's generally what I bring, it, many puns. Many, many puns. And I've done two two escape rooms, uh, physical escape rooms since, so um, no longer an escape room virgin. Oh, fantastic. So uh, when you when you did this, when you did the physical escape rooms or even just like a virtual one, um, did you, like, how did it compare to what you had played so far on the podcast? I'm awful at them. I think that uh, room designers are going to be far more devious than they actually are. <laughs> so I really try and look into things like that bit of, there's a bit of like wallpaper that's peeled off there. No, that's just someone's got bored. That's <laughs> Fantastic. We can turn this light around. Yeah, it's broken. <laughs> that would be very difficult then if you made puzzles around puns, especially if we were doing it, because, you know, it's like when we try to do cryptic crosswords and they throw in slang or British slang, yeah. <laughs> like, I had no idea what this was trying to tell me. <laughs> yeah. You know, like actually I, I didn't understand half the words you said 
in the last game we did. So, I mean, not because of accent or anything. It's just like, oh, it was just like, what is that? You don't have that. No, we don't. We don't have that either. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as so my Errol's kind of getting into the into the actual game here. So we did just play your game uh, in which a disgruntled um Spoilers. Possibly homely, yes. So spoiler warning here. If you haven't listened to the episode yet, please do go to the Infinite Escape Room podcast, listen to our episode, listen to all the episodes, and, and then come <laughs> back come here. come back, because they only and, have like uh, 150 so yeah, you can exactly. do it. <laughs> oh, come on. We're we're in a we're in a, a like a binging media society now, so it's totally doable. And And it's only yeah. what? It's only like 40 actually 40 minutes. That it's, it's probably 50 minutes, 60 minutes in total. I think they have yeah, they average like half an hour, I think. All right, nice. cuz you cut it down. Oh. We do. So you gave us 40 <laughs> minutes, but the whole podcast is not 40 minutes. Right. So we, we just played a room in which a disgruntled Android, possibly homeless Android Weber, uh, came up to us and shoved us, threatened us with a screwdriver, and we had to rescue his cat whiskers from this cat cafe. I say rescue probably in quotations because um, <laughs> I feel like whiskers probably would have done much better uh, not in Android Weber's hands. Um, but, you know, but that was that was our goal, so we achieved our goal and didn't get stabbed with a screwdriver. Or actually, we would have anyway. So, turns out, oops, yeah. <laughs> gave <laughs> away whiskers. the ending. Although that's okay. There's all sorts of spoilers. I already, I already gave the spoiler warning. I know, I'm teasing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I like I like the protectionism for our stories. If it's some sort of wonderful high drama that people would look forward to, like oh, what will Andrew Lloyd Webber do next? As opposed to- <laughs> he he's got to be a recurring character now. You know that, right? He's got to like make appearances in future rooms or something. Andrew Lloyd Webber appears oh, happily again. So maybe uh, I should point out if people have listened to the episode. Did you see how everyone tried to shut me down? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, yes, because you would be sitting there like, okay, let's look at the no, coffee maker. You know, one time at- I had a coffee okay. maker when I was a young. Lad, and like, I was trying oh, to look at the God. cupcake, and everybody was <laughs> shutting me down about the cupcake opening. Huh? No, we weren't. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to do something with the cupcake at the beginning, and you well, said, we no, no, ignore the cupcake. Thing. No, I want to. Maybe we, maybe we can moisten it. Just no. ignore him. Well, you kept saying moisten the cupcake about fifty billion times. So, yeah. Why can't you, you know, moisten the cupcake? Because you cupcake. already gave us the answer that the water just slid off the cupcake no, so there no, was no moistening later, it. Sorry, podcast people can't cupcake. see this but I'm playing a violin it right now. It was called the recording. <laughs> we can go back. We can like, this is called Errol-splaining. Errol-splaining. Oh my god. <laughs> Somehow Errol's the victim all the time. Somehow. But Errol's don't cry, Errol. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> so you you mentioned like for instance that you play with your friends right you have a group of friends that you play with around the UK and and you as far as guests um that you haven't had many yet so when it, because you know your friends like what was the experience like playing with a completely new set of players who aren't necessarily used to your style yet or or who you don't know like the back of your hand oh it's always quite nerve-wracking because um <laughs> Like with with your pals, you're like because the thing like with our sort of our friends, we say we're geographically diverse because we are spread all across the UK. It's one of the mm-hmm. reasons we do the podcast is so that we can actually have a thing that we do together. Because yeah. you know we you know we love we love each other. We don't see each other very often. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, so doing it with people who are different. In fact, this is the first time I think we've had a full basically a full team of people who aren't kind of like our immediate cronies. 
uh, is incredibly nerve-wracking. And I really second-guess things. I actually, <laughs> I was making, I was putting references in here and like, I really hope that people know who Andrew Lloyd Webber is outside of England. <laughs> or this is going to just, this is going to fail. So yeah, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's nerve-wracking. And it's it's things like, you know, what, what here is kind of uh, an acceptable UKism that I can just kind of burble through because it doesn't really matter to the puzzle. Uh, and what here might actually, you know, cause some horrible confusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, for instance, even um, I'm not familiar with, is it actual an actual neighborhood in London, I'm assuming? Uh, what was it called again? Shoreditch. Uh, See, perfect Shoreditch. example. Good grief, yes. Perfect example. Yeah. But, like, uh, you didn't need to know the specific thing in London. You, you, you described it. So it's like, okay, it's a posh, like, kind of neighborhood, I guess. And, uh, but yeah, I'm like, I'm guessing to somebody in the UK that'll be, have more meaning or, like, they'll, they'll be able to picture it more because, uh, I yeah. hope so. I, I wouldn't. I then wouldn't. Nope. <laughs> no, it's, oh god, maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe I, maybe it doesn't even matter like where I'm in the country. I'm just so incredibly specific. It's like, oh, everybody knows this one road in London. <laughs> god. Well, it doesn't. It's, as you said, it didn't matter to the game. It was just trendy. So yeah, not yeah. the trendy yeah. part. Yeah. I mean, you, I, I could have probably saved across, like a paragraph yeah. of text by just saying it's trendy. Although I yeah. didn't know that matcha was trendy. I just like matcha. Yeah, I it's do so too. Trendy. The second that Errol said matcha, my mind went there and I was like, oh yeah, matcha, that's totally what it is. <laughs> and you're like, you don't have coffee. I'm like, but it's matcha. It's like, <laughs> it's just tea. And and <laughs> and then we were like mocha. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's a word too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I couldn't Mattress get matcha out of my drinking. head. Anyway, <laughs> if anybody wants to know, because I have talked about the Infinite Escape Room podcast on this podcast, although I'm shocked. Actually, for some reason, I thought we've had you on, but we no, haven't. <laughs> I would have remembered that. Maybe yeah. it's because when I talked to you last, when I was on your podcast a long time ago, I think I talked at you for a really long time because I was very interested in it. And I was chatting and I just thought it was a normal interview, not even thinking. But I have mentioned before that they had this cool little start thing. I can even share it on my screen and hopefully won't share anything private. Look, this is the where they go. And then what, what Mike says is like, okay, at 50 seconds, you are going to press start. And then we'll make it much easier for the editors. And, and, and that's really handy. Um, he gave us much, he gave us like a lot of time because I was busy. That was, a, and it was a lot of time for Errol to start talking. And, <laughs> you know, I, it was, it was good because you know. otherwise I probably would have missed it. Cause before you knew it, it was already time to press start and I almost missed it. This is, this is why it should be far more organized. That's why man pants does everything for us. I see. I think, I think you're confusing organized with just being ever so slightly anal about the sound. I mean, Ben will, <laughs> Ben will probably just sigh and maybe cry tears of pitch and blood. Um, just like I, I genuinely couldn't organize my way I, I couldn't organize a fart out of a bathtub but um, when it comes to like the audio for an episode um, I'm like I'm. It's, it's basically the only thing in my entire life that I'm on I'm like there's some slight echo in somebody's sound and I will eliminate it I, uh, I have to say echo is echo is the thing that I always fear in Ah well, have you tried? And I, I'm not I'm not sponsored by them or anything, but have you tried um, RX8? I haven't yet, but I have heard of it. Yeah, RX8 and there's a, an Ozone equivalent as well, both uh, plugins that you can use. Um, I use Reaper for for the editing, and the okay. D reverb in both is really quite nice. Hey, Mike knows Ooh. what I'm talking about. Um, the D reverb <laughs> is uh, is 
bloody awesome. You've got to kind of like tune it really finely or else it makes it sound a bit metallic and I'm still kind of learning a bit. But just yeah. the kind of eliminating, because we've got a couple of people, like um, some of the people we record with, basically record in tin baths. Um, <laughs> so, so like they just like, the slightest of breath gets echoed and amplified and bounces around in their entire house. And you're like, oh my God, how do you live in this cacophony? So, some people also wear bells to, to the recording. Oh yes, we did, um, we did a three and a half hour recording for our Dungeons & Dragons special recently. Um, oh yes. wow, God. A, a, yes, a, a cast member who will remain nameless was wearing a dungaree dress, which might tell you exactly who ca which cast member it is, which had some little buckles on it, which whenever they moved, breathed or spoke, did a... <laughs> <laughs> sound like little bells um and i spent i think about an hour and a half um no maybe two hours basically a whole evening after work um working out a precise set of click filters to remove all the little bells. wow wow <laughs> well, just realizing what my, what my life had come to <laughs> wow we are a podcast of minimal effort and yeah. and we've kept with this philosophy for the last six years <laughs> <laughs> not now that, that we, we won't put, put any YouTube, effort in it's just like uh, i guess we could put a slate on it at the beginning or just slap it up let's just slap it up uh, you're top quality content whereas me I'm, I'm forever polishing the turd i'm just sitting there like come on let's get a real good shine on that turd <laughs> no i i will try to edit out things like ums and stuff if if i have the time to be really detailed with it and then i'll play around with people's volumes to make mm. sure everyone sounds more or less normal and occasionally i will like there was the one podcast we had with with kelly and errol where um every 15 minutes they had devices in their house that would just go off like they had <laughs> and, and it was and it was like it was like a rube goldberg machine of like you know just dings and whistles and we're like what is going on and there's just like all these crazy things and and they went to go turn them off but it was still like i had to you know kind of turn it down um but mostly yeah we we just it, there's just don't i would love to do i've learned a lot from podcasting and that's another question for you guys so before this had you done any sound editing before is like you like us you learned doing this part in the process of doing the podcast more about sound editing um I, i'd done a little bit before and this is going to sound really hipster but bear with because i think <laughs> i might have been doing podcasting before podcasting was podcasting because i yeah. made a little radio show back when i was at university called the Aberyst with stalker which was just a little kind of spoof show for, um, I think it was for a module I was doing at the time, which I then published out on an RSS feed. <clears throat> and this was 2006, six, which I think was just before the term podcast was actually coined. Yeah, I don't think podcast existed at that point. Um, so yeah, so I t and, and Ben was picking them up on iTunes. Um, and so yeah, I'd, I'd been kind of, I dabbled in it for, for years, like just audacity and stuff. Um, and then I'd done a little bit of work in um, Adobe Audition uh, with some stuff. Uh, I worked for the Open University, so I'd done a little bit of uh, stuff for them, uh, just audio-wise. And then Ben was like, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd uh, done, in a, for my A-level, so before going to uni, I'd done um, a music technology course. So I'd done lots of um, like music uh, recording and editing um, and was rubbish at it. Uh, mm -hmm. I just, I don't have an ear for music. So it, the whole course was sort of lost on me. Um, <laughs> so, but all the like, the technical bit of it, I, I still kind of had. Um, and then I got really, when, when we picked this up and I started editing, um, I got really frustrated because, you know, when you like know something in the back of your head and then you sit down at something and you're like, I, I know this, I've done this before. Um, and then you're like, 
I can't actually translate anything in my head to the screen. Um, so I went through like a relearning exercise um, twice, actually, because I started out using Audacity and then um, mm, mm. migrated to, a, um, to, to Reaper, uh, which is awesome. But yeah, just took sort of that extra learning yet again. Um, mm. So yeah, no, it's been a great learning exercise. Yeah, Reaper's awesome, but it is like, it is occasionally like editing audio in Notepad. Like, it's just, that, you've got that level of granularity. Like, it's, it's just like, you can do literally anything, but that means that you can fuck up everything. <laughs> Mike uses Reaper. Is that an accurate assessment? Yes, it's perfect. Oh, Mike. You're, you're my soul animal. I think you're the third person I've met who, re who uses Reaper now. Yeah, everyone's like, use Audacity. It's like, what's this Reaper thing? It's like, oh, I fell down the rabbit hole. Oof. It's so good, though. It's, it's non-destructive. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's so I actually good. could not use Audacity for the le like I could use Audacity to hit the record button and that's about it. And I tried to edit in it and I was like, what is going on? Uh, we actually use, I actually use a video editing software to edit. Uh, even before we started recording video, uh, I was using that because really it was the same kind of concept and we weren't using it. We didn't have like a complicated setup or anything like you know and uh now yeah now i use davinci resolve that's a free video editing software that also mm. has a, a like a an audio editing extension added onto it uh, called fairlight and uh it's been wonderful uh, to use so far so yeah that's good to know it's hey, good. We need to know so i need to write that down yeah <laughs> i need I that for work <laughs> i'm doing the same a lot of a lot of YouTubers use it, I guess, um, and and, ah. and that kind of thing. So back to, back to our game. So playing with us. Oh my goodness, uh, I I loved the cat cafe uh, <laughs> theme <laughs> and all of the puns in there. Da Vinci Resolve is the is the full name of it. Yeah. There you go. So, Hayne, you were saying that if I'd Googled Da Vinci, I might not have got the program you're talking about. Um, possibly not. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. know. It's a rare word that nobody ever uses. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I apologize. I just derailed you outrageously. There. Oh, no, 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 no. So I was going to say, I love the cat cafe idea and everything. I don't know how much uh, you guys spend time um, derailing in your escape rooms when you're uh, when you're playing through them. Uh, I know that we tend to derail almost immediately. Uh, I think <laughs> it didn't take long. We've we've got we've got sort of two chances to derail these days. Um, we earlier this year we switched formats, and that that thirty minutes or, or forty minutes a day is a hard limit. If you if you go over that, then um, uh, you lose your deposit, you or you you, know, you lose the the room, and um, that's where you have to focus it. But we do often derail in the intro and in the outro. Uh, that can sort of uh, I had an episode the other day that I was editing and I was like, I've got this hour's worth of stuff to, to edit, um, which, you know, doesn't take an hour to edit. It takes, you know, many hours yeah. to edit. Yeah. Um, and I got halfway through and I was like, this is this is the end. And there was 20 minutes of solid waffle uh, that I just went, we're not having any of that. <laughs> and we, uh, we failed a room recently as well. We failed uh, John's room. Uh, because we thought it was going to be really easy because they were just like, oh, we're just some locks and things. There's some bars. This is all right. Uh, so we ended up talking about what kind of bread we'd be if we were bread um, for a good five, <laughs> ten minutes. Then Ben told an exciting story about... Then it was such an exciting story, I've forgotten it. I can't remember either. Ben can't remember it either. Ben told, a, ben told us a very exciting story, normally about trains. Um, and 
Um, and then we failed the room because we didn't complete it in time. Because it turns out John hadn't just given us a lock. He'd given us like, you know, this whole wonderful thing. There was a room and a story. And we'd finish it because we were too busy working out what kind of bread we might be. And so, yeah, so that, I guess that's the thing. Like your whole premise is that you're an infinite podcast. It has to keep going. Uh, so you, the end of each of your episodes sets up for the next episode. So in the case of failure, you have to have two two states right you still have to be able to set up the next one that happens in the event of failure um, our our puzzlers blacking out is a common transition because they could wake up anywhere <laughs> oh well <laughs> yeah, i guess it's a lazy transition ben we should have I, I i personally i'm personally a big fan of horrible transitions where the next person has got some sort of unbelievably specific and horrendous situation to somehow pluck the puzzlers out of and build a puzzle around yeah so we're on the shoulders of starlight express now and heading towards the highway that's that's the next setup great yep. there was one i inherited from mike a little while ago and i can't remember what it was i think there was like this this great big like mech thing and it was launching a um, a, a rocket at, at us and oh, it was I, I Robo Hitler it was Robo Hitler there we go and <laughs> I had no idea like how do you get out of that and then it suddenly came to me do what Tolkien does the eagles came and rescued us <laughs> yeah, I, we, we found that the kind of the worse the transition like the jankier the transition just the more fun it is so that's, oh, that's yeah, kind of, totally. the, the challenge is to just be as kind of as poor as possible <laughs> yeah <laughs> So what's what's been your one of your favorite uh, escapes? You have 150 episodes. Do you have like a, a favorite theme that you've done or that you're particularly proud of? Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I, I'm afraid I checked the count. I, I overquoted before it's 139. According, literally, just according to my <laughs> my podcast, uh, my Podbean feed, which might be wrong. Uh... I'm sorry. We do have a few archived, which have gone to the bins. Okay. Um, I, I I don't know. There's a couple I'm proud of. The heist I thought was really good. Um, we did because um, I know Among Us is like super meme right now. There's hidden roles in that one, but um, only one person knows about it, and the rest of the puzzlers suddenly find out there's a traitor halfway through, um, and that with hilarious results. Um, Errol and, would love that one. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the advent calendar last year I thought was good fun as well. The 12, 12 days we've done. I don't know. I feel we've done quite a few sort of ever since we switched to the new format. I think the show's gotten a bit quite a bit stronger. Yes. Yeah. I think so. I like really obvious in my mind because we've just done it is uh we did a d so famously we're not D D. we are you know all of you turned up as you and and played the infinite escape room um as opposed to taking on other characters and um we put all that to one side for um four episodes and we did a and D special uh run by jamie gibbs who is amazing uh the armchair escapist um, and um, so that was really good. That was, and, and Mike did a wonderful production on that. Like it sounds really sort of adventury and really good to listen to. So, and the only kind of like, so something else that novel that, that jumps out as me was that we're very good at doing like uh, wordy puzzles or, or things we have to do maths. And uh, I figured out how to pipe music through to uh, the puzzlers on my previous episodes and got the I, I got them to like play the music backwards and stuff like that and i had um lunar fm hidden, that was a good one clues hidden in the music so uh so that was quite fun i like that one a lot that was really nice. that, that sounded really nice as well when it came out music sounds that music one would be cool but like that sounds exciting now that i think about it to have an escape room where we all get to take on roles i know that we were talking about it on twitter and it was Nick Moran that was saying that he was thinking of 
making a D&D slash escape room game, mm. and that'd be kind of cool. Mm. I think, yeah, because okay, yeah, Jamie got into that conversation as well, didn't he? That's the thing. So normally I'm like, no, I, I, I was a big D&D skeptic, to be perfectly honest. I was like, no, I've done, I played it a couple of times in the past. Um, I played it once, I enjoyed it, and I played it like afterwards with a different group of people and hadn't enjoyed it at all. So I was a big skeptic, and then James suggested, I was like, okay, we'll give it a go, and I had a lovely time. And now I'm like, oh man, my whole like D&D phobia thing Spurs, people having roles and characters can be kind of fun from time to time. So yeah, having some sort of merge of the two. And I know Jamie did a really lovely job actually of building like a, an escape room puzzle into, oops, building an escape room puzzle into the first um, episode with this kind of this tavern puzzle where you're moving patrons around, which is really nice. Um, so yeah, I think it's kind of like, ooh, yeah. And having roles and characters is really good fun. So there's definitely something to do. I think there's something, it would be a challenge for us. We've been talking about actually the same thing on our little group chat recently. It'd be a big challenge for us because we've got this constantly rotating cast of people because it's all our pals from around the UK and whoever's available that week almost because I think you'd need a bit of continuity between episodes if you've got characters mm. in order to properly establish them and kind of you know start maybe developing them and their stories. You, um, we also work very sort of um, hand-to-mouth. So, so we literally normally... Um, somebody tells me that they've just recorded something and it ends like this. Uh, and I don't necessarily know who was in that previous episode. So I then um, forget about it for a few days, then go, oh, I've got, got to record something so I have time to edit it. Um, forget what, you have to go back to them and say, what was the theme again that you, you ended on? Um, think something up. And then about two days before I, I'm due to record, go, I've not organized anybody to record with me. <laughs> so then like run around trying to find anyone. So there is literally no continuity at all. <laughs> <laughs> And that's right. You don't normally have guests, do you? So you exactly. You've only had, as you said, us, uh, PG and Tommy, Tommy Houghton, and then and that's it. Is it pretty much yeah. it? Oh, we had um, the guys from Deadlocked Escape Rooms. Oh, of course, uh, yes. In Reading. Oh, okay. Uh, the, only reason I, the only reason I temporarily forget them is because I double booked them, and Ben kindly stepped up to host the episode because it was my wedding anniversary. And oh. I realized that the two intersected about half an hour, no, not even that, 20 minutes before. Um, and then went, <laughs> Laura, my wife, I'm very sorry. I need to abandon this delicious dinner we're having for a second and phone Ben in a panic. <laughs> um, so I was my, I was in deep trouble. I was in <laughs> deep trouble. And everybody it was very, very accommodating and very, very pleasant and saved my marriage. Thank thankfully, <laughs> thankfully. It's not as bad as Mike remembers because Mike was in it, so it was awful. Um, Mike had already invited me on to that episode, so I was already planning to be there. Mm. And neither of us were doing the puzzle. Uh, Jamie was doing the puzzle, so nothing was, you know, it, everything was going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I, I lost a year of my life, genuinely. Like my, I was just like, <laughs> it's just yeah, God, yes, yes. They were really lovely. We should have them on again. That's the thing, Errol. You're our, you're our like double guest. Here we go, like, the double guest. Exciting! I didn't screw up the first time. They even invited me back, or I might have <laughs> just asked them. Uh, you know. No, no, you get you get the Mike's Mum Award. You get the, the Mike's Mum double appearance. <laughs> <laughs> now. Now you mentioned that you you have a significant other, and have have you ever thought of maybe bringing on bringing on your partners as part of the you know the podcast? That sounds that wouldn't work with my. I don't know why I even asked that. I just get a solid no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, my, uh, my other half, Laura, has recently joined us for a couple of episodes. Um, oh, nice. For, for, for basically, for the first one year, nine months of the podcast, she was like, that's your thing. I do mine because she's Welsh. She's Welsh. I mean, you want to be able to tell the difference of the accents, but it's not, even really good, it's, not, it's not even a good accent. I don't know why I'm bothering with the accent. Anyway, she says, um, no, that's, you know, that's your thing. I'm not really into it. And then um, uh, all of a sudden she went, oh, I'll, you're doing a recording this night. I'll, I'll, I'll hop in. You need people. I'll hop in. Um, and you know she's, yeah, she's just quite, normally quite sort of a little bit shy and stuff. And then it was just like, oh, she's just in and having a lovely time. And she's actually a complete beast at escape rooms. So the two of us have gone and done a couple of escape rooms before, and it's either the two of us together, or maybe we'll pick up a friend or two friends, and we'll just go and like hit some of the local ones, or we'll go and do some wherever we're on holiday, or whatever. And she is an absolute brute at escape rooms. Like she just sees connections. I'm like, how the hell? Also, any logic puzzle. Ever. You know where it's like, if this, yeah. then this, and this order. Yeah. She doesn't even see the bits. She's just like, oh, it goes in this order. Why? It would take too long to explain. This is the way that it goes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's got it right. If it takes too long to explain, there's no point in explaining it during. during- <laughs> when we were we were playing an escape room earlier with our old sister, and and I was really stressed out. It was a horror one, and uh, like somebody solved a puzzle and. And uh, Lizette said, you know, oh, no, how did you how did you manage to solve that? Oh, actually, maybe I should ask later. And I'm like, yes, you should. Like, I was just <laughs> so stressed out. It was great. Oh, <laughs> oh it was hilarious. Anyway, we won't talk about that. <laughs> no, we won't talk about that. But We'll talk about it later. No, the funny thing is you were mentioning that there's no point in putting on an accent. And I don't know if I've mentioned it on our podcast. I may have mentioned it, though, on your podcast the first time I came along. But this is the first time I was able that I've seen Ben and Mike's faces, even though they tried to trick me by putting in Bill and different things like that. (laughs) So I had no idea what they looked like. And so I had three voices and I couldn't tell them apart. (laughs) Even though... They're all different voices with a different timber, different pitches. But no, no, I couldn't tell who was talking to me at all. <laughs> and so I had to, I, I started to get into the habit by talking in third person while playing their game, I think. Errol wants to do this just so I hope that the other what? people would follow sweep. <laughs> oh, I was like, why are you, like, you knew who you were. Oh, you wanted yeah, everyone else yeah. to. Maybe. I was like, I'm not sure we picked up the whole that. episode. <laughs> that was the best bit about that whole episode because I wrote this like this really weird story in it about this person who'd fallen in love with a ghost and I was like this story's lame but the funny bit of this episode is the fact that Errol can't remember whose people's names are so I really <laughs> that all of that stayed in the edit because it was just really funny because <laughs> it, it got to the point where it was like Ben and Alan were like oh I'm, I do a thing oh and I'm Ben oh I do a thing uh, and this is Alan speaking by the way <laughs> people just suffixing who they were it was delightful <laughs> I, uh, necessary, very necessary. <laughs> so when when we were playing, and I'm sure this this comes up more often than not, is you know you you design a room, you design the puzzles, uh, you have your perfect room, and then somebody goes with some logic that you had not thought of yet, mm-hmm. and and so for us in in that room, that was the the card reader when uh, when we thought, oh, we we I I was like, oh, I have a credit card, don't I? And you're like. Yeah, I guess you do. <laughs> so when that happens, like um, I'm sure you're used to now, just kind of going with the flow and and adapting to that, and hoping that it all smooths over in the end. 
I, th- I think um, I've thought about this a lot recently. I, I've uh, recently been sort of struggling with some of my puzzles and kind of thinking there's probably some gaps in there that I don't know. And I think I've come to the realization that if someone walks into my room and goes, that's how we escape, and the episode is like five minutes long, that's what you get. Like, you know, because they genuinely, that's what you get in an actual escape room. You know, if mm-hmm. um, if you can escape from a room in five minutes, then, uh, okay, maybe you didn't have that much fun. But hey, you're probably like really high on the leaderboard for that room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't necessarily want to stretch out so that it's going to take like the full time. Although you do get some like really good sort of pressure like in the last few minutes when uh, when you're trying to scramble out. Mm. Yeah, I think it should always feel fun as well. Like it's kind of it's that thing of like I've got my own credit cards, and you're like actually you you know I can see that you guys aren't quite approaching this in the way that you might need to at the moment to solve this. This was going to unlock a clue mechanism later. Let's let this unlock a clue mechanism now. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, I think you owe me a total of just shy of twenty dollars um, <laughs> from keeping keeping a tab. Got your tab going, your little receipt going on the thing. But yeah, it's, it's like so people, you know, we, we, yeah, like Ben said, you've, you've had you it before. You may not have solved it loose. without those that clue mechanism, for that matter. Well, I, 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 to be fair, I think I slightly over-engineered the puzzle. So the puzzle text in total came to like two and a half thousand words, which is probably a bit too much. Um, but yeah, I think just kind of it's having it a little bit loosey goosey, and as Ben says, like it's stuff going wrong is often as entertaining as stuff going exactly to yeah. plan. So if somebody finds a massive hole in your puzzle and you go bollocks, you know, it, it, <laughs> you can either find some arbitrary way to, um, you know, like oh no, you can't because your hands don't work. It just feels horrible. It's like you're robbing the player of agency, and you want the player to feel kind of empowered to do the things that they would normally be able to do. And, Although you didn't let me smash things. I wanted to I see know. what I could smash. <laughs> I screwed up the introduction. So normally we have a deposit which says if you break anything, you lose your deposit. And then we make you put something very valuable as the deposit. Uh, oh, okay. That's fun. That is fun. <laughs> I think I remember it asking what was in our inventory because I I wanted to know. I think it was actually even for the credit card to see if there was something that we could use. And that could have been a great chance to say you have nothing. <laughs> Ah. I think that's the thing, though. We, um, I, I don't know actually, Mike. I don't know whether you picked up on Errol asking that, but it's not the inventory is not generally a concept that we we have. Um, but you know, generally. I was thinking when Errol asked, I was thinking I really need to learn how to use Adventure on with its little kind of like inventory system because he said that, and my mind just went instantly to text-based adventures, inventory yeah. systems, markup. Oh God. <laughs> oh god oh that's right that's right yes <laughs> I, I, I owe you I, I owe you a room I've, I've not forgotten I owe you a room it is it is half written and I'm just Ooh. I'm looking down the barrel of adventure on and just like oh god this is nightmare fuel <laughs> so there are other two people that join that you've referenced like Alan and oh Lucille I've completely forgot oh my goodness I probably Jamie. played Jamie that's it did I play with it's Jamie it's not even close to stuff <laughs> I, don't, I remember playing with Alan. I can't. I thought there was a Rick in there or something. I don't know. I wish we knew a Rick. No, no. Rick's your alter ego. <laughs> when uh, when you came with us, Errol, it was myself, Alan, and uh, and Mike did the did the puzzle. Okay, so there were just the three of us. Okay, that's why I remember Alan, and there wasn't anybody. But we've had quite a few people on now. We've had. Because this is just kind of like our extended network of friends around the UK. Uh, and it's been really nice, actually, because some people have just sort of connected who didn't know each other before, which is really lovely. So we've got like, you know, Tony, um, Alan Bailey, Anna, 
Dom, me, Laura, Ben, um, Carolyn Bailey, John, um, Joey, Chris. Um, wow. Um, I'm not even. Uh, I feel I'm missing some people. Katie. So we've got a we've got a wiki. Um, you have a oh yeah, um, that's much easier. Myself that's... because I was on your because you shared it to me and it's like there's a wiki. <laughs> I was about to yell that out, but Mike was talking and then I. <laughs> we've got a page of hosts and I think that it runs to about thirty. Um, so there's about thirty people that have been on there, and that's not even complete. I, there's definitely some extra that need to go on there. Now I want a wiki. <laughs> You can, you, you can make one. <laughs> well, well the, the idea of a wiki is that everybody can contribute. It's crowdsourced, right? No, oh. no. The, the, the only reason we have a wiki is because I said I want one and I've just done it. <laughs> there you go, Errol. You want a wiki. I don't Mike. have time for a wiki. What's under my name? Oh, this is exciting. There's a wiki. <laughs> oh, it's, uh... I forgot we had this, Ben. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it links through to the Lighthouse episode. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, and there's the link to Room Escape Divas and Cryptex Hunt. There you go. That's pretty cool. Well done, Ben. <laughs> this is all Ben. This is Ben, like, so, with his clever IT brain. This is me saying I want a wiki, but also I'm too lazy to have a wiki. So I've... Um, I'm I've, sharing the wiki on the screen now. <laughs> Look, it's a wiki! I, I, I've written some software that scrapes our RSS feed and then posts new episodes. Wow! Um, except the, I'm currently moving house, so the computer that does this has been offline for several weeks, and so we're several weeks behind. Um, but yeah. Uh, very cool. There's Errol. It's exciting. Why don't we have a wiki? <laughs> oh, Ben, do you want to say about your, your other clever thing that you're building? This is not even related to the podcast. This is just a cool thing that as fellow podcasters you might enjoy. Oh, so uh, Mike suggested that we uh, start putting our podcast onto YouTube and that just having like uh, a big logo with sound coming out of it was not that fun. Um, so we found there's a, a, a bit of open source tool. So you mean like our podcast on no, YouTube? No, we, we, no, we have the video. We have like movie this. things. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, go ahead. Um so we we thought that actually just having the logo and then like a, like a waveform of what what was you know being said at the time would be quite fun. Um, there's a bit of software called FFmpeg, which is all like command liney stuff, um, and that that will do it. That'll do all the magic for you. So I'm currently Ooh. very ineptly because I'm not that great at programming, putting together like a little GUI for for people like me and Mike to to drag stuff into and and create these videos. Uh, out of our logo and uh, an episode so we can upload it to YouTube. That, that was the thing cool. that you wanted me to talk about, Mike? <laughs> yeah, because well, I figure that, like, you know, once you've done it, unless you're going to, I guess, I don't know, kickstart it or something or whatever, you might stick it on oh, GitHub sure. or something for, for fellow... It'll be there for anyone to download, and um, if I ever make improvements to it, nice, it'll be improved for them. <laughs> ben, oh, ben massively oh. undersells himself. <laughs> If you want, you you do have our episode recorded. You could just slap our faces on. <laughs> oh, we do, don't we? Oh, did somebody record the Zoom? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that could be quite fun. That could be quite fun to put yeah. uh, to put somewhere. I, 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 Errol, I genuinely will. Would you um? Oh, would yeah, you yeah, stick yeah, that yeah, in totally. the in the drop We're zone? Recording everything. Everything's being recorded. <sighs> well, gentlemen, thank you very much. Our Mike, did you have any any comments or questions about the game before you have to head out? Uh, not off the top of my head. I did earlier, but then, <laughs> yeah, I didn't jot anything down. Uh, as it goes, parent brain. Parent brain. 
you haven't gotten to play a ton of escape rooms, I guess, then since no, 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 no. So this is refreshing getting to play a game. Yeah. Even even with Errol uh Rancho you know, Errol, Errol is tame. Errol is relatively he tame was, today. Actually. Yeah. I don't know even what this episode. <laughs> Maybe Do you remember the cake episode? Who did not go wild about cake? <laughs> I said, can we pick up the wallet, please? Oh, yeah, that. It's like, that was like, that was like, yeah. So when they give you something to go wild with, you're like, actually, no, guys, we have a game to play. So uh, we need to go on. And when they're like, let's, here's the game. You're like, let's just goof off. Although I, I would say that because I played the game before and I still remember the horrors of 45 <laughs> minutes, you know, it's like I knew that we were really... We needed to end the game. <laughs> I wanted cake. This was a really lovely yeah. insight from my perspective yeah. into what it must be like solving a room with you guys. Like Ooh. just <laughs> there, there are videos. There are videos. <laughs> well, just, well, yeah, there's just one. No, actually, Man Pants is, has the worst of it when it comes to playing a game with me. Because yeah, yeah, all the online rooms I have way too much fun in. Mm -hmm. But at the well, same time, I still want to win the game. Yeah. So. Yeah, sometimes you won't, but a lot. Sometimes if you if you see an opening, then you'll then you'll take it. Like to, we did a game today that where you were just having the time of your life because everybody was stressed out, and that's like, you know, the best caviar for you is is like oh, yeah. others' stress. And... I pray on awkward. Really, it's what I do. <laughs> and... Can we can but we loan you... you Bailey? Because she's, I think, the most stressed person I've ever been in an escape room with. She's literally tried to pull props off the wall before, like stuff that's clearly bolted in. She screams. It's, it's wonderful. She, it's really great. Uh, tried to like bash down a door before as well. Oh no! So yeah, she tried to bash down a door, but the best bit was there was we were told when we went in, there's a big emergency exit button that you've got in case you need to exit in an emergency. And we were like, that seems clear. Um, and it was it was a witchcraft and wizardry magical one. And um, we managed to get the magical the magical wand out, and we just had to cast a little spell next to a little box in order to, um, you know, a little RFID thing with magnets and stuff, very straightforward, in order to escape. We had a minute left, but, you know, it was the last bit, so it was all very clear. And having cast the spell, she thought, ah, this door isn't opening quick enough for me. <laughs> so she smashed the butt of the wand into the emergency exit button and wrenched the door open, scaring <laughs> the living shit out of the poor lady on the other side who was there with the whiteboard in our time. <laughs> it was just there like, Jesus Christ! Like, obviously she'd been expecting to open this door at a reasonable time as... I mean, that's, that's why I love doing rooms with her because it's just like, you can sit there like, oh, I can be a little pool of calm because I know that all the stress that's ever needed for this entire room is concentrated in one person. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, I've never wrenched a door from the wall, that is for sure. I have shoved Errol out of the way when he purposely stood in the doorway to block our way out <laughs> in a horror room, uh, and yeah, but I wasn't the only one. I had, like, help, so yeah. So in in all of the rooms you've made, so from, from day one, when you started writing these rooms to now, uh, what are what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned in in designing these things? One thing if, I wanted to if comment any. on, actually, I, for, I, I think I distracted myself. I had a question. <laughs> and I know I'm one thing that's interesting about these games, especially since 
you know, you may be making them quickly, is that you probably don't have a lot of time to beta test them. And that's also why you run in. I mean, I, for some of my stuff, I haven't had a lot of time to beta test. And then I think to myself, oh, crumbs, I wish I had more time to beta test. But mm. I can understand for these, especially, it might be difficult to do. No, no, you're absolutely right. In fact, that's probably one of the big lessons learned is that testing it, I mean, we basically don't test, I think, which is some sometimes where some of the fun comes from when stuff goes wrong. <laughs> but there's stuff kind of like a, there's logical flow stuff that has to work for it all to kind of hang together. And I've personally found that a walk around, I live near like this kind of little rivery brook thing. A walk around that, literally just talking at my wife for half an hour. Like, let me talk you through what happens in this puzzle and why it happens. And then it's, that's always a really good measure of, does this actually hang together? Because I'm kind of telling the story of it to myself. Does this actually hang together? And she'll go like, yeah, but what about this? And I go, oh yeah, what about that? Whoops. Um, but also it's a good kind of measure of like, is this in any way fun? Or am I just describing, you know, it's kind of, it's that, it's that bit where you go and you do a code and you find some numbers and you do a code and you go, no, no, I'm not doing code and numbers. I hate code and numbers. No more code and numbers, no maths. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's probably been my, my, or my second big thing. Um, before passing over to lovely Ben, um, is um, always trying to think about doing something new every room. Mm -hmm. So I had, today's new thing was really small, but it was the fact that normally the narrator can show you everything, but today the narrator's allergies were preventing them from showing you something as like a kind of a proxy door. So like trying to do something new like the hidden roles or just having something different in everyone and just always experimenting with something because sometimes stuff sticks and it's nice. So yeah, that's, that's my two lessons learned. I learned like on, on day one, uh, I had this sort of pun in my head as I was listening to these other two, um, these other two puzzles going on um, that actually, if you, if you start, if you start at the end, then you can sort of make something. So that's, that's how I've done my puzzling for a long time. Um, and just recently, it's actually just been trying to mentally sit in the room once you've come up with a theme, trying actually to sit somewhere and like mentally think, what is in the room? What then can I use to to make into a bit of puzzle? Um, I realise neither of those are really things that I've learnt more more how I've done it, uh, and I guess trying not to do things that are too out there. Sometimes I've I've done a couple of things, um, can't really recall them off the top of my head, but that has just not worked. And so if you're if you do something really left field. Uh, it can leave people confused and it, they don't have fun. Um, so it's yes, try new things, but try to make them relatable and you know um, mm. to, to what people would expect. Because if you sort of throw something really random at them, then um, it's just not a fun experience for anyone. Hmm. Yeah, story as well. Actually, I'd say stories. Mm. Something we learned when we, when we moved to the new format was when we, one of the problems we worked out with the old format was that stuff didn't hang together very well sometimes. Like it would just be three puzzles basically around a theme. Mm. Um, and with the new format, it's like you're in a space and you can do this big kind of grand thing. But if you just make it three interconnected with like, you know, three just kind of loaf of bread, toilet, kitchen sink. And you're like, what a lovely story. Glad I tuned in for that. It's, um, you know, if you've actually got something that kind of connects it, you know, the people there have got a purpose for being there and a thing to do. Even it's just escape or if it's get Andrew Lloyd Webb's cat or fix Thunderbird 2. <laughs> Um, as long as there's some elements of story that kind of helps pull it forward. I love Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds are go. Okay, cool. You know, the <laughs> one thing I also appreciate oh, yeah, yeah. about uh, your your podcast is that the writing 
is is very good. In fact, I'm as I was listening to the intro, I was thinking, oh my goodness, my reading comprehension skill has to like raise when I listen to this because like we're using all these words I don't normally hear in everyday conversation. I'm just a dumb yokel in the world. Mike, Mike is very flowery um, with his words, and it sounds very very fancy. <laughs> Mike off them up. That's the trick. So, if you guys had a pick of guess, anybody in the world. Who would you invite to the podcast to develop a episode for? I have somebody, but Ben, who would you have? Uh, no, I'm going to let you go. Go first, Mike. <laughs> I would love to have Sandra Bullock on. Oh. <laughs> I have a thing for Sandra Bullock. Are you, oh, you going to look at his eyes? Yeah, that smile. <laughs> recorded. You should just watch his eyes when he says that. <laughs> Speed themed room. <laughs> I just like, oh goodness, I'd have a Demolition Man theme room for Sandra Bullock. I just um, <laughs> Demo- oh my god, it's be the great. best movie she's ever been in. It was it so is. it's such it really a good movie. Yeah. And ah, oh, and Sandra Bullock. Although saying that, um, no, what am I saying? Yeah, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Or maybe Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry's nice as well. Oh, ben, those are two very diametrically opposed people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't think I've ever really considered who who I might want on. Although when you said, I was like Ian McKellen. Um, no, that, that would be quite fun. Um, but then actually, so not not celebrity per se. But there's a another podcast I listen to entirely not um, escape room related at all. Uh, they do uh, an ep- a, a podcast about uh, a newspaper from the 1950s and 60s, specifically a bit of uh, the newspaper where. Uh, housewives shared tips um, for around the home. And they did this this whole podcast about it. And it, I would quite like the idea of inviting them onto our podcast, um, but taking some of the tips that they've um, shared with, with everyone and making that like a puzzle. Um, That'd be cool. But I've got to like go back and listen and uh, figure out what I can make into a puzzle. You know, <gasps> now that you mention that, that sounds like an amazing idea, not just with that podcast, with... Other all podcasts. podcasts. Oh my god, we could have reply all on. It's like talk about finding collaborators and people who will share uh, and share your podcast. That's like that's brilliant, really. That's blowing my mind. That's um. <laughs> well, that's our 2021 sorted, isn't it, Ben? <laughs> great idea. I do. That's genuinely great idea. We um we we had a production meeting earlier in the week where we were like our goal. For between the first six months is to get a guest on each like do an episode each with a guest um oh, oh man, that'd be so cool anyway uh thank you so much for first having us on your podcast and inviting us to play a room that was a lot of fun and then joining us for our podcast to talk about it it's just like a podcast happy time today <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having us it was really lovely having great. you on ours and 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 being on yours it's been really lovely it's been a lovely way yeah. to spend an evening thank you very much yay and yay. if people would like to find infinite escape uh infinite escape room podcast where can they go www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com <laughs> ask jeeves does <laughs> 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 yahoo still run i haven't checked yahoo in like 10 years well actually do they know what ask jeeves is i know, I know what know ask what... jeeves is <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you don't. It's older, right? It's okay. So. I was a teenager in the 90s. I'm like, I know what friggin' Ask Jeeves is, okay? Oh, that's going to be a really sad thing to know one day. Like, that's going to that's gonna be like carbon dating for people. 
You'd be like, yeah. hey, you know what? Ask Jeeves. And I'm like, shut up, granddad. Yeah, I'm, I'm old, so I'm already there for many, many things. Yeah, I know. But you don't have to, yeah. So when you ask things about the 90s, I'm like, okay, I'm there. When you say things about the 70s, yes, clearly I wasn't there, okay? So maybe I don't know it. Anyway. Then, but then you ask things like, you. do you know who ABBA is? And I'm like, yes, I know who ABBA is. My God. Um <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, and, if, um, and I will talk us out. Sorry, I just stumbled over all my words there. Room Escape Divas is brought to you by Inverse Genius. You can go to inversegenius.com to find other fun podcasts just like this one. You can also email us. <laughs> it's like everybody's getting into it at roomescapedivas at gmail.com. We love getting the emails. And if you go to Facebook, you can click like on the Facebook page of For Room Escape Divas. And that's where we also have information for our community meetups, which we are currently having every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we come, we have a Zoom call, we have a great time. And if you are using Twitter, you can use the hashtag REDivas. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>